Hi everyone, MR here and I have some great news for you guys. My book, Love and Other Wars, is available for digital download. You may get it at the Kindle bookstore or if you don't have that, that's okay. I can send you an EPUB or PDF copy, just let me know. Regardless, it's just 50 pesos or $1. Yes, 50 pesos for 40 English and Tagalog poems meant to warm your heart and make you feel all happy and giddy and kiligi. <laughs> right inside also the hard copy of the book is available through shopee just type in love and other wars poetry collection and don't worry i'll sign it up right for you all right get your copies now and let's get back to the show hi everyone welcome to mabuhay maxima this is mr your host so again we are on season two and we are interviewing 20 passionate passionate people across 20 episodes and today is a very prestigious episode guys because what we have today my special guest is a philippine-based singaporean visionary author english teacher reverend family counselor leadership coach organization consultant business advisor and business coach as you can see he has a lot on his name on his plate and besides that He's also a senator for World Business Angels Investment Forum, I know, right? Or WBAF, Philippines. He's also a counselor for the Philippine Association for Christian Counselors, business educator for Philippine Council of Deans and Educators in Business, a speaker on the topics of leadership development, performance management, corporate culture, and organizational change. He is one of the most passionate personal financial experts in Singapore and in the Philippines. In addition to raising awareness and funds to support nonprofit charities, he desires to help people move from wishing for significance to being empowered to make a difference. So he does not only work, he also donates all his profits from his books and seminars to the poorest of the poor in the Philippines. Guys, Please give a very warm welcome to Mr. Justin Ho. Hello, sir. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mabuhay. Mabuhay. Thank you for inviting How are me. You? Doing good, doing good. How are you? It's, I'm good. Thank you very much. It's, a, it's an honor to be with you here. Thank you for the opportunity. How are you this quarantine season? How are you coping up with everything? Uh, heaven, not, not so good. But uh, yeah, so for me, I'm doing uh, more on philanthropy, helping out the poor by giving them food, uh, the frontliners by providing hospitals with PPE and uh, counseling, yeah, and uh, business advice to a few of the businesses, yeah. It looks like you've had a very busy quarantine and at the same time, thank you for extending your help to our frontliners and for those who are in need. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. So tell us more about your very wide scope in your job title. I mean, it your job title is already a paragraph in itself. How did, how did you start being a consultant, being a leader, being a counselor? And why here in the Philippines? Uh, to start off, first my parents uh, migrated here to do missions. So for us, um, we it is in our blood 
even though we are a full Singaporean, but it's our blood, uh, Filip- Filipino blood. So we have a heart for the wow. Filipinos. And then uh, my parents set up an organization called Oikos Helping Hand, which fits the poor in Tondo. Smoke, used to be Smoky Mountain. Mm-hmm. Then after that, yes, yes. they have also another one in Naik, Cavite, and also Las Piñas. Yeah, to the less fortunate in Las Piñas. So for us, we provide, uh, we not only give uh, physical food, we also give spiritual food and also uh, counseling, uh, emotional counseling, and also business. So, uh, livelihood projects. So for us, we we give them the capital if if we see that they are able to if they are uh if they are able to handle the business so we give them the capital then after that uh we give uh if they are more capable we slowly expand their business with our own capital so for us we don't ask anything back but then we just ask that they will be accountable then moving on uh so from young's uh uh, for example, like uh, when I was eight years old, I was already attending the Young Adults Fellowship back in Singapore because uh, my parents were the leaders uh, for the Young Adults. So for me, at eight or nine years old, I was already, um, I, my mind was already prepared to enter the corporate world. Yeah, so, so with, with that in mind, like I grew up in a leadership family. So that is like how I got all the uh, all the job scopes yeah. and and all the titles that I had. <laughs> yeah, vehaba, wow. vehaba. Wow. <laughs> yes, it is very haba. <laughs> but well, given that you started very young, it is really astounding how you were able to be able to build yourself from eight years old up to now. For me, um, God gave me, uh, God blessed me early in life because two years ago, I retired. So I retired at the age of 30. So how did I do that? Uh, I invested in Forex from 2010 to 2015. Then after that, I invested in crypto, cryptocurrency in 2014 to 2017 before the crash of December. And I was also... uh, uh, advisor for a few of the communities, a paid advisor. Wow. So from there, I got enough to retire. And uh, I'm not done because I'm focused more on philanthropy. So uh, that the WBAF, the WBAF yes. that is uh, is mixing investing with philanthropy. Philanthropy in the sense that uh, for me, I'm a representative or, uh, or what they call a senator. In WBAF because I'm okay. for me we are uh, activist investors meaning that we we invest in something that can impact the economy that we are representative yes. representative of so for me it's the Philippine economy so for me it's like we we are not silent investors who just invest money but we are also the advisors or uh, on the board of uh, or of organizations that we invest in, mm-hmm. so for us we are we are not only like uh, looking after the ROI or return of investment to uh, multiply our money, but then for us we are more onto like uh, living a purposeful life by helping others. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Nice, nice. This goes to show that business is not only about earning money. Mm-hmm. It's also about making a difference. So, how were you able to join and eventually be a senator for WBAF? I understand the Philippines is just a chapter, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, there are 82 countries involved in the WBAF. Then, for mine, in my case, someone endorsed me. So, I uh, mm-hmm. suddenly, I just received an email saying that, uh, am I am I interested in being a senator for the Philippines? Nice. nice. Yeah. So they already know that I'm. For me, I'm full Singaporean, but they already know that, and they already know my background. So it means that that somebody mm-hmm. already gave all the details about me because it may seem yes. it may seem awkward that I am not a Filipino but I'm representing Philippines. But for me, they saw my heart. They saw my heart in how I felt. Uh, the Filipinos and how I have uh, mm-hmm. invested in the in the businesses for the livelihood for the poor in Las Piñas in Tondo and in Naik Cavite from there like that that was how I got in yeah that is I honestly believe that you are already good you're already perfect for that role because when we talked earlier before the podcast I could really feel that he's already a Filipino by heart. Even though he's a Singaporean now, he's already Filipino by heart, in mind, and so he cares. So for the WBAF, as your role as a senator, how do you do that? Do you, do you propose business ventures for the livelihood? Or do you, do you ask them for funds to help? For the philanthropy in the Philippines, how does it go being a senator of WBAF? Uh, for us, we collaborate with uh, government officials, then we also collaborate with mm-hmm. organizations and corporations, and so also startup communities in the Philippines. So for mine is, we help with our own funding, our own individual, then we also mm-hmm. uh, ask for our network in WBAF for funding, and we also ask for uh, their own communities to help and then also for our own networks and then after and, and yeah. also so after uh, after the other than the funding we also provide uh, advice and also like uh, we slowly st- uh, step by step guide them because for us we have already experience in businesses so uh, uh, are you aware of the episode uh, the series called Shark Tank? Yes, yes. I was about to compare you guys to that. Is it some, like Shark some, Tank? Something like that. Yeah, because the Shark, the oh. shark Tank, uh, they not only uh, give, uh, they provide uh, capital, but they also advise them also and then provide their mm-hmm. network. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, what are the qualifications to be endorsed or helped by the WBAF? Uh, for one, it must really have a significant impact in the economy so in my case is the philippine economy mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. it must not be uh something that just uh copy paste a startup or uh, it must yes. not be only like something that uh the founders just want just do the uh, startup for the money but it their main focus must be to improve the government and the country nice nice are there any startups or businesses that have already been funded here by WBAF? For one, there's an ongoing. There's an ongoing one that uh, 
their aim is to provide uh, data to the less fortunate because uh, okay. now the mm -hmm. goal is for the COVID, uh, what happened, what uh, the new normal because of the COVID-19. Yes. So for us, we are, uh, we are investing in something that can provide data because for now they cannot go to school. So if the less fortunate yes, cannot yes. go to school, uh, uh, because they have also no money for data also. So mm. ours is to provide them mm -hmm. with data, maybe free to maybe super minimal. So for them to go to school, uh, online, online school. Yes. Yeah. That is really important right now, especially with the trouble with the providing of the equipment, the computers, and yes, the data. That will be a really big help. So this is what you mentioned about having that positive impact in the economy for you to be funded by the WBAF. Mm. Uh, but then for this one, we are not funded by the WBF uh, because okay. we have not uh, okay. proposed to them yet. This is uh, from our own individual oh. investing and our I network. See. But then it is oh, a really project that we will endorse to the WBF for further uh, funds. Oh, yes, yes. So you're still in the planning preparation yeah, stage. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. All right. How can our viewers or listeners get to know more about the projects of Justin Ho or projects of yours, Justin Ho or WBAF? Is there a website that we can check out? Uh, you can connect with me through my LinkedIn or through Facebook. Awesome. Okay. I will, guys. I will put the links of his LinkedIn and Mr. Ho's Facebook on the description of this episode. Mr. Ho, like for example, you do your best to help the poorest of the poor do you also give consultancy or advice for people who are lost right now during this quarantine season who doesn't know what to do uh yeah i'm also providing a pro bono uh business advice and personal advice is this open to anyone or is there a qualification to get that kind of advice uh, open to anyone who's interested uh, but then for me if uh uh, I cannot guarantee that I will reply straight away, but uh, I may reply mm -hmm. within the day or maybe within two days, three days, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Well, at least there is someone who and we can ask on what to do. And since your expertise is business and investment with everything going on, is this a good time to start any business venture of any sort? Or investment. There, there are two. There are two parties now. One is saying that the economy mm -hmm. will collapse further, and then the another party yes. is saying that it has already hit rock bottom. As of the okay. moment, it's fifty fifty. I see. So it's a total rest. Yeah. At this but point. then, uh, for the economy, it has already mm -hmm. uh collapsed uh quite significantly. So it is mm -hmm. a relatively good time to invest but don't put everything in yeah okay invest what kind of investments would you uh, it depends because um because for mine i'm investing in startups uh, but then the minimal startups. for the minimal requirement for a startup is sometimes like a hundred thousand us dollars uh, but see. then there are also other uh other investing that you can do your own self like uh let's say equities or forex uh, crypto, but for me, crypto is already dead. So, uh, uh, don't invest in crypto. Uh, but you can invest in equities. You can invest in, 
um, stocks. Uh, you can invest in uh, shares. Uh, yeah, there are actually quite a number of uh, mediums that you can invest in also, uh, quite a number of platforms. But then you have also to do due diligence because nowadays um, there's an increasing amount of uh, platforms, especially on the apps, applications that, uh, that, are, that are fake. Yeah, meaning like they, they just make it uh, super real, but then uh, they just get your data mm -hmm. and then your money. Yeah, because oh. apps can be so, apps can be easily made. Yeah. yeah. How can we differentiate the fake ones to the real uh, ones? This one, because even the reviews also, some may be fake reviews also. So, oh, yeah, you have to be careful. So, mm -hmm. it would be good if you talk with uh, an investor and mm -hmm. uh, you need to uh, really uh, be able to trust the investor. Yeah. Right, right. Is there for people who do not have an investor friend or an investor in their circle is there a group wherein we can go and talk to and ask uh, can always approach me <laughs> oh, of course not only business but you can also talk to him about investing what is your advice to first-time investors uh if you're going to invest on your uh if you're going to invest your own self, you must be able to love the news, uh, love finance news, love the market news. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you must see, you must read and see the news every day. You must be updated with what's happening in the universities, especially. And then, um, for example, at Hong mm -hmm. Kong University, because uh, Hong Kong University, uh, from from historical data they have a significant impact on the economy of Southeast Asia. And then also, um, mm -hmm. you have to be very connected. Yeah. Right, right. So get yourself informed as much as you can. There is this term that has been going around ever since the pandemic started. It's a, this, apparently the economy is a, is a black swan. So in your personal opinion, is it really the black swan economy right now is it really the perfect time to do investment because it will really go up eventually uh, we we cannot really say that it will really go up but then uh, because for me I'm a, I'm a Christian also yeah so how does that how do I mix Christianity okay. with uh, this investment because for me I believe that end of the world is coming when end of the world is coming, uh, there will be only one world currency. So one world currency in the sense that, for me, I'm guessing that it will be digital currency. Okay. Yeah, digital currency meaning that uh, it will be something, something similar to crypto. Right. So from what I understand, from what you said earlier, you feel that there will be a single currency for everything worldwide and that will be the digital one is it is this like the ongoing trend of purely digital banks or remittance centers or can uh, bank uh online payments is it along that line maybe something similar yeah mm-hmm so it, something will come out of that. Possible, 
Yeah. What would what would you think would be a good preparation for that kind of time? A uh, good preparation will be um prepare our soul and our spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh for me uh because my purpose in life is to build the kingdom of God. And then to build the kingdom of God through evangelism, through discipleship, and then through leadership also. And then with that, uh, don't set our eyes on what is uh, temporary here on earth, but set our eyes in on the future, mm-hmm. on what, on what is everlasting, or what, uh, won't what or what will be forever. Yes, yes, that is very interesting. Cause at the same time, you are mentioning about business, and you asked, mentioned the question earlier. We're in. How can you say that there is a mix between faith and religion and business? Because a while ago you said, do not think of the things that are material. But at the same time, there's business. So how can that go side to side? A religion with business? Mm-hmm. Uh, for the business side, um, because... For me, uh, if we become rich, because God, God can give us, God can give us uh, millions, just like this. We don't have to do anything. I believe that because I've experienced that. But then, what happens if God takes it away? Because God gives, okay. and God can also take it away. Because for mine, yes. um, my belief is that in good and in bad, you must be grateful to the Lord. You must praise the Lord. Yes. Yeah, and for me also, like, um, we must not when we when we have something or when we uh strike rich, maybe, we must not really love what we must not love the gift, but we must love the giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in your way of philanthropy and helping through the WBAF. Is this also like your personal way or mission to give help to the poor, like love the neighbor to God's name? Is that also part of your purpose as from what I understand? Um, my purpose on in life is to build the kingdom of God and to expand the kingdom of God and to also help the less fortunate here on earth. How is how is it going so far for you? What are the struggles that you have faced in your journey, as for as a senator or as building your name as a business and le- leadership counselor? For me, I I don't really have any struggle uh, other than uh, maybe time mm-hmm. time constraint. Sometimes I can be super busy that I uh, neglect my other priorities. That's that's very good, and I'm glad you have a very good and very linear journey so far here in the Philippines. What is your like with everything that you have ever achieved? What is your biggest personal achievement? Yeah, that's a hard question. <laughs> um, um, uh, because for me, I live every day as if it is my last day. So I live every day mm-hmm. to the fullest. So for me, like, nice. if there's any uh, biggest achievement, it is 
the way that God changed my mindset and the way that God changed my heart mm-hmm. uh, to not go mm-hmm. after riches uh, but also uh, mm-hmm. but then to focus on what's eternal that's actually very beautiful and not well since talking to you so far we got, we got to know you better and it is the appropriate answer from you but from someone who has such a long and amazing resume something as eternal as eternal and spiritual as that is not what you would consider as a biggest achievement it says a lot about you sir thank you very much any words to anyone who is struggling like in business or the pandemic has really challenged everyone in terms of finances relationships even the spiritual relationship with the lord what's your advice or what can you say to those people who are struggling right now um because i've encountered um uh i've encountered a few people who have uh, backslided because of uh, negative uh, negative uh, situations that happen to them because for me I'm also um, philosophical minded because uh, okay. God says that he won't give us something that we cannot handle correct mm-hmm. yes yes that's very so true so for mine is that um we may already see that this is like uh, super terrible in our lives uh, this situation or this pandemic mm-hmm. that is super terrible in our lives but then we must also be thankful that it is not worse than this mm-hmm. that for us um, because it is possible that God has already uh, prevented something worse happening to us so let's say, for example, if yes. let's say if uh, this one, this pandemic, we are unable to work, we are unable to uh, uh, um, uh, find normal food that we used to eat, but then at least we have something to eat. At least there are some people yes. who are helping us. So in everything, you must be grateful and you must be thankful also. Mm-hmm. So never lose sight of being thankful and grateful to the lord and to all of the blessings that he brings us very beautiful thank you sir mr justin ho where can we see you is there a page a a social media account wherein we can follow your journey and listen to your talks uh yeah my uh facebook and my linkedin yes well please let us know what's your facebook link and the linkedin also it's my full name Justin Ho Guo Sun. Yeah, uh, you attached the link. Yeah. I will link that. Don't worry, guys. I will link it. Awesome. Will you be conducting any classes soon? Mentorships? Uh, currently, I'm uh, exploring that. I'm exploring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If there are any, I will post it on my Facebook or LinkedIn. Awesome. All right. Once that happens, I will also post it on my account for all of our listeners and viewers to get right on it. Mr. Ho, thank you very much for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. 
uh, we've learned so much today about business investment and how to relate it to your personal and spiritual life so guys this is your sign this is your hope that everything will be okay please do not give up as how mr justin said the lord will never give you something that you cannot handle he is protecting us Let, let's be grateful for every single day right sir? right yeah awesome all right thank you so much guys thank you for listening this is Mabuhay Maxima, you are listening to MR. I'm your host, and with me is Mr. Justin Ho. Thank you so much, and bye-bye now. Bye-bye.